Welcome back to another episode of Dentistry's Growing with Grace podcast. Join Grace and her guest of the week as they discuss lessons learned in the industry and explore unique insights into ethical growth. Hello and welcome back to Dentistry's Growing with Grace. I am so grateful to be here today with Dr. Laura Mack. Uh, Laura, thanks for joining me. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So I'm just going to jump right in. It's a stressful world right now, especially for dentists. What are you seeing right now for people in terms of mental health and well-being? Well, let me back up a minute and just say that even before COVID and all the other special things about 2020, being a human dentist can be a really tricky thing in our minds. Yep. Because we've got these human brains that are set up to help us survive on like the Savannah, you know, 2000 years ago or whatever. And then we have our profession where we have honed our skills to be perfectionists. And then we have our dentists, our dental practices that we own. And our human brains do not naturally process those things without stress. <laughs> we have all these things that we're thinking about and we don't even realize that our thoughts are creating for us all this unnecessary unhappiness, all this, all these, um, these thought loops about problems. And um, the more we think them, the more they're reinforced. And without proper guidance, even on a normal, nice day, uh, <laughs> it's going to be really challenging to be. A, a dental practice owner right now. I mean, in general. Anytime. Right. And then right now, we have new thoughts about the stresses that we're seeing. Um, there's so many more unknowns. And as you probably noticed, things that you don't know are the scariest thing. Like if you watch a movie, the monster doesn't come out at the beginning of the movie. We got to find out over the the period. So of we're still time. waiting for the monster is what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I, uh, when I rehired my employees, I gave them this little speech and I, I talked to them one at a time and I was like, and I don't even know if everything's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, I, mean? I, I, I just want to say it's, it's crazy for us. So we talk to Dennis all the time and we can tell almost instantly where someone's at in their headspace. So we call to talk about their marketing and their business. And then we get sometimes this whole download of things. And my team is not trained. They're not trained life coaches. Like we're trained in in Google analytics and copywriting and design, but we're not life coaches. (laughs) So I think um, to have that in our back pocket for some of our doctors and that we know are I'm going to put this in a way that is the best way for me to describe what we feel, but it, it feels right now like a lot of dentists are mentally unraveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's address that for a second. And I definitely think you're right. In fact, even here in the Midwest, we have lost two female dental practice owners to suicide since COVID started. So this is definitely happening and not everybody is thinking about taking their own life, but it shows that we are in a stressful time, right? But what I want to do is just propose to your listeners 
that what they're thinking in their head isn't necessarily the only way to think about things. And the reason that's important is because how we think about things affects how we feel. So if I look at my practice and I go, well, we got We're shut doomed. Down three months. This is definitely going to be the worst year ever. Then I'm going to feel like crap. And that's going to affect how I act. It's going to affect how I lead, right? But if I take a moment and I go, now just a second, do I actually know? Could I prove it in a court of law that this is going to be a sucky year? Actually, no, I couldn't. In fact, I've heard from many people that they're still having really good years. Or that I talked to oh. some people. I talked to some people yesterday. I talked to one doctor yesterday who said this is she had the best month she's ever had. I would say many dentists would say the same thing. We didn't have our best month ever in June, but we had a pretty darn good month for the fact that we're just opening, we're limiting how many people we're seeing. And so all I'm saying here is can you ask yourself, is there any other way that I could look at this that would make me feel something else besides despair? So can we play a game? Can I give you a thought or something that we've heard? And yes. can you give them an example of think this, not that? Can we play that game? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna pretend that I'm your coach. Yes. And I'm going to pretend like I'm the dentist that's unraveling. Okay. Okay. Grace, what is the point of even marketing anything right now? This world is just in such disaster. We don't even know what's going to happen with this presidency. And we're just, I mean, we're losing everything right now. There's no point in any of this. Okay. Those okay. are the thoughts and that come out as words. Yeah. First of all, Thank you so much for telling me how you're feeling. I can see this is a really stressful time. Now let's just pick this apart for a minute and let's make sure that we're stressing about something that we have to stress about, okay? So you said, we don't know what's going to happen, right? And when you say that, then how does that make you feel? We don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's just, it's stressful. How can we, how can we plan anything? If we don't know what's going to happen with the economy or if our businesses are going to be shut down again, it's just unbelievable. And if you had to name one emotion, would it be fear or stress or exhaustion? What do you think? I'm pissed. Pissed? Okay. I'm pissed that, um, well, first of all, side note, I'm, I'm pissed that every time I go to record a podcast that, the, uh, that they do construction outside or something <laughs> crazy, but that being back in character, I'm pissed that, that uh, I don't know what's going to happen with my practice and I feel like I have no control over if I'm open or closed or who I can treat. You know, it just seems like, like everything is, is a mess right now. Right. Okay. So that's great. I mean, it's, it's very consistent what you're saying, because when you're mad, you don't feel like you're in control. In fact, in fact, that's the main thing that makes you feel mad is that you're not in control. And, and let me ask you another question. When you're mad, is that a good time for your business? Like, are you your best business owner when you're feeling mad? Definitely not. If I'm being honest with myself, when I'm mad, 
um, I, I have a hard time making, you know, rational decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So do you think that it would be useful if we could find you a new feeling to feel? Are you open to that? I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm being them. I'm being this one person. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible right now. Um, but if, if we could find, if that was a realistic solution, then great. Mm -hmm. Right. So what you're saying is if it is possible, yes, but I'm not believing right now that I could feel anything but that. And that's totally yeah. fine. I've got you for that one. Okay. So I want to go back to this thought that's creating the mad feeling. The thought is, we don't even know what's going to happen. Okay, Grace, so I'm going to ask you a question. Before COVID, did you know what was going to happen? I mean, I knew that I could come to work. I knew who my team was, that they were going to be there. I didn't have this, this fear, this everybody has this fear now. So I, I could kind of expect what the day would be like. And now I just, I feel like I just have no idea what to expect from day to day. Well, I would like to propose to you that even before COVID, you actually did not know what was going to happen. I just had somebody on my podcast a few months ago who had her practice burned to the ground on New Year's Eve. And every day something happens. I had a tornado blow through my yard um, last week. We, I did not expect that to happen. Sometimes bad things happen, sometimes good things happen, but I don't know what's going to happen. And the reason that I'm pointing that out is because you're, when you have this belief that you should know what's going to happen, you're always going to feel mad. But what if you just didn't know? What if you, what if you had a new thing that you could think that would bring a different feeling for you? Can we play with some other things that you could think about that maybe wouldn't make you feel mad? It would make you feel something else. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So let me ask you a question. What would you rather feel right now instead of mad? Happy. You want to feel happy? Content. Yeah, that'd be great. Content? Yeah. And for anyone listening, I'm playing a role here. <laughs> Just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> so our feelings come from the things that we're thinking in our minds. And this is one of the reasons why it can be really tough to be a dentist and be happy at the same time, because our mind is full of things to worry about. We're worrying about payroll. We're worrying about the margin. We're worrying about marketing. Is anybody going to come? We built this palace. Now, is anybody going to come and let us take care of them? You know, we've all these things to worry about in this each of those worries generates anxiety for us, right? But what, what you're saying is right now you would like to feel happy or content. And what we want to do is hack the, the fact that we know where our feelings come from, from our thoughts, to find a thought that makes you feel happy. It has to be something that you believe. So you can't think to yourself, I can fly and I'm a unicorn. <laughs> that won't be but what I have found is that a lot of people when they think thoughts about what they're grateful for, then they can feel happy. Or when they think about things that they've already accomplished and sort of access what they know they can believe in from the past, then that can make them feel happy. So this is kind of the part in coaching where we brainstorm what a person 
would feel happy thinking. So it might be something like, I don't know what's going to happen. However, I never did. Yeah. Or I have all of these things to be grateful for, even though I'm not sure how my business is going to work. Or you could think this might be my best year ever. Yeah. If that's within something you can I, I want to kind of share my perspective on why this is so important for people and be a little bit vulnerable at the same time here. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a point in my life, and I think most people have a point in their life, they can pinpoint the worst moment or one of the worst moments in their life. Mm-hmm. Either you lost a loved one, you went through a divorce or a breakup, you lost something and your life was never the same after that moment. Like we all have those defining moments that change our course. And sometimes what they do is they knock us on our butt and, and they, they, those moments sometimes put us in a, in a place of despair. And when you're in this moment, and for some people that might be what's happening in their practice right now could be a defining moment for them and they could be on their butt. Correct. And what I want to say is when you care about yourself enough and when you know that there's another way to life than to be defined by these moments, but instead to define these moments, you have this power that comes. You have this, this empowerment that comes that there's this knowing that you can make it through anything that builds a level of confidence that you didn't have before. So sometimes being knocked on your butt is actually such a great blessing because when you get back up, then you, you know that you just have a newfound sense of ability and confidence. And so if somebody's on their butt and they're thinking right now, um, that this is it for them. Their life is never going to be the same and everything that they've worked for is gone and they don't know what to think or where to look. I just want to say, you know, that's why I value so much what you do, Dr. Mock, is because as a life coach, you help people through those moments and you help them get to the other side of those moments, right? Yes, and I want, I want to build on what you said. It's really, really good. I love your wisdom. And I want to give everyone who's listening a pointer for how they can visualize themselves getting off their butt. So I want you to think about your situation that you're in right now, the things that you're scared of, the things that have been happening. And then I want you to pretend that you are your future self five years from now. And then I want you to pretend someone is interviewing you and ask, what did you do? How did you show up when all that scary stuff happened? And your successful self five years from now can tell you how you handled it. Well, I I got up off my butt. I said, there's opportunities in this time. I said, I've put so much into this and I've overcome so many more things in the past and we are going to rise above this. And then you can tell your own story. I love that. I love that. And um, for me, it was, it was one book that I read that taught me about positive affirmations. And I just started practicing it despite feeling like I didn't have the energy to put one foot in front of the other. That changed everything for me. I, I mean, I'm just speaking from a vulnerable place that, that that is a big, big, big deal. And I think at that time, had I known you, (laughs) had I known, you know, someone that could support me in that, 
I'd have been able to maybe get there a little bit faster, get there a little quicker mm -hmm. and um, just feel supported in that journey. And I think that's so important. And I, I think right now, especially there's so many people who don't even realize that you don't need a life coach because you're broken. There's also a lot of opportunity to work with a life coach um, for anyone just to say, where am I going to go next? Mm -hmm. And so can you talk to me a little bit about um, what it means to be a life coach for you and, and some of the reasons why people reach out? Mm -hmm. Sure. So for me, what it means to be a life coach is to teach someone why or how their thoughts create their lives and then to help them see what their thoughts are because we've been living in our brains our whole lives. So we have to have somebody from the outside show us what we've been thinking. And it's very powerful because all of a sudden, all these things that you've believed or assumed are correct, you find out that you don't necessarily have to believe them if you don't want to. You can see what thoughts have been creating for you in your life. So a lot of times I just meet with someone, you know, five or six or eight times. And we do this thing where I show them what they're thinking. And by the time they're done, they are fully empowered now to be like basically onto their brain <laughs> and see what their human brain is doing. That isn't necessarily helpful and kind of hack around it. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's, and really it's powerful. It really is very, very powerful. And it, and it never hurts to have a regular tune up either because it's funny how our brains and our thoughts can be affected by what's around us. Mm -hmm. And right now, so I would say it's been, it's been a few years since I've allowed the news to be on in my home mm -hmm. and I, I shut it off my cell phone and I really try to remove that influence um, from my mind. I think that's a big part of why so many people are emotionally and mentally struggling right now. I agree. I think the news is dangerous because we have to remember the agenda of people who are bringing you the news. Their agenda is to get your attention. It's not leads. It leads. Exactly. So if it's happy and it's good news, then they're probably not going to be talking about it. <laughs> We're not going to be paying attention. Their job is to get your attention. And that means they're going to focus on negative things. And you can put that into your brain if you want to. I used to say, well, I like to be informed, you know, but um, what I found out is that's actually not a very accurate way to get informed anyway. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't feel very good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it leaves us in this state of, of being influenced by that. And I think a lot of people think that they're immune to influence and you're, we're not, we're human beings. We're programmed to be affected by the things around us. We're collective and we do have an impact on the people around us. And um, it's up to us to choose if that's going to be a positive impact or a negative impact. I agree. And, yeah. So yeah, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Let me say one more thing. Yeah. Um, we each have a collective in our practices too. And as the dentist and the owner of the practice, we are the leader of that collective and so one of the things that i do in my work is i teach the owners of practices 
to really understand the brains of those who work for them so that when they lead, they're leading in the most effective way, the way that helps the, the dentist and the employees understand each other and have the best outcomes. So it's yeah. amazing how the coaching can take your leadership to a whole new level. I think that your mindset and your thoughts are the number one influence on the culture of your business. And I know people might disagree with that, but I mean, we, we think as business owners that if we buy lunch a lot and we create these things and these systems, these tangible things that all those things create culture. And I think they, they are like a drop in the bucket compared to your mindset, your attitude, your mentality, and your level of happiness. Mm-hmm. People are drawn, happy people are drawn to happy people. And if, if you want to be happy at work, you've got to lead that with your thoughts. And yeah, I know this sounds so basic when I say it. It sounds so, I feel like I'm, I'm saying such basic things, but I think a lot of people don't take the time to really evaluate their thoughts. Correct. Yeah. We just let them auto play. They've been auto playing the whole time. And even just taking a few minutes to just look at what you're thinking can be really revealing. And those thoughts are creating your business right now. Yes. So it's worth it, even if it's just for the money. <laughs> it's not for the happiness. Just for the money. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you. So um, <laughs> that's great. So tell me about, well, first of all, I want people to know about your podcast because I want people to be a part of it. I want them to hear about it. Tell me, what are some of the topics you talk about on your podcast and, and why would someone want to learn about that? Okay, so um, my podcast is called Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. And you can find it on all the places you can find it. Plus, it's on YouTube because it started on YouTube back um, when I first started. It was only on YouTube and I like to like wave my hands around and make faces. <laughs> so if you're someone who likes to take things in on video, you can find it there too. and basically we just go over the kind of things we've been talking about today. Like for example, the episode that dropped yesterday is literally about how your employees mindset creates your business. And so if, and as the leader understanding how you affect your employees mindset, whether you want to or not, whether you're meaning to or not, you are totally doing it, how that um, affects your business and your bottom line. Uh, it's like a 15, 20 minute episode. And I mean, like I said, even if it's just for the money, even if you don't actually want them to be happy, or even if you don't think that you need to be happy, it's so valuable to listen to episodes. Like, <laughs> uh, So yeah, and we talk about why your own feelings matter and um, how to affect your own feelings because we think that we can't control our feelings, but we actually can. So we talk about how to affect our own feelings. Trying to teach my six-year-old that right now, that she, she has control over her um, emotions and she doesn't feel that she has any control. So it's, it's a fun lesson. Yeah, she'll agree with you by the time she's like 25. <laughs> So do you recommend, like, what do you, what do you recommend for someone who's like, you know what, this sounds really interesting. I would love to learn more about becoming a life coach, what that would bring to my life. Um, Where would you advise someone that's interested in that? 
Well, besides my podcast, I mean, I'm assuming people that are listening to this are podcasters, right? They listen or they make them. I would, there's a really good life coaching podcast. It's called um, the Life Coach School Podcast by Brooke Castillo. And you'll feel so empowered. Even if you just listen to her podcast, you will feel so empowered um, to be in charge of your own feelings and your own thoughts and create your own destiny. And then of course mine. And I have some freebies, like uh, the freebie that I just came out with last week is a guide, a step-by-step guide for how to positively correct your employees. <laughs> Ooh. It is so good. I've used it. I mean, I've been developing it for years, but after I went through life coaching certification, I tweaked it. And after I typed it all out, I used it last month and I literally blew my own mind how well it went when I used the step-by-step guide. I need that on a huge, would it be offensive if I put it on a huge board so everyone knew that I, I was I was working through the steps of being, that <laughs> work? I don't, I can tell you every time I get, I correct an employee now, I have papers in front of me because I want to go you know, step by step. So, so can you give me a little insight as to that for people who are maybe listening in their cars um, and want to walk away with, with a little nugget of that? Yeah. The very first step is to look at your own feelings because if you're mad or resentful when you correct the employee, it's not going to go well and they're totally going to know what you're feeling, even if you try to make it seem like you're fine. Oh, that seems so unrealistic for me. <laughs> By the by, the fifteenth time that I'm making the same correction, I'm going. Mm, I'm gonna try to not be frustrated, but I am frustrated. Uh-huh. But yeah. really, if you employ the mentality behind extreme ownership, I don't know if you've heard of that book. Yeah. Um, you realize that you've you've taken some part in putting that employee in that role, and it's your responsibility to get to kind of the core of why it's not maybe a fit or, you know, to, to dig deeper versus letting it be a, a personal emotion that, you know, something that could be construed as personal. Okay. So first go into it and make sure you don't feel negative feelings before having the conversation. Yep. Good. And then the very next thing that you're going to do is you're going to picture your employee and you're going to ask yourself if you could choose what feeling would you want your employee to walk away with? Okay. Because that's going to carve out how you talk to them, right? If your goal is to help them walk away feeling like they understood or that they're appreciated or that they really have some urgency in the corrections they need to make, each of those things is going to give you different words, right? Oh, man. That's... That's good stuff. Okay. So you decide you, you go into it thinking, how do I want this other person to feel coming out of this conversation? I always want people to feel positively coming out of any conversation, even if it's a tough conversation, I don't want them walking around feeling that it was maybe not resolved in a positive way. Right. And I want to emphasize that you actually can't control that. However, a good employee and a good leader it actually works because that employee wants to follow you. Okay. And if you're not controlling it, if they're not following you, then it might be time to separate. Right. And that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like the end of the world for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. 
that feels catastrophic. Yeah. But it's a part of it. What if it's the best thing that ever happened? It sometimes is. This person looking for a job and they're a perfect fit. And you I won't name names, but some, but I will say sometimes it is the best thing that could ever happen to your business. (laughs) Every time somebody new starts and everyone's excited and there's this new energy, you know, and yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Owning a dental practice is a lot of work. I can't argue with that part, but what if there is this wonderful person who's looking for a job right now and you're going to make them Yeah. Because you're holding on to this person who won't follow your leadership. So that's step one. Step two, how many total steps are there to this? I think it's five. Because okay. the very next thing that you got to do is actually one step, but it's really four steps. <laughs> it's like how you define exactly what they did and how it affects the practice. Yes. And why it's important. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then defining exactly what's going to happen if they don't correct themselves because you have to have a reason because change is hard right I don't want to change I don't want to work harder there's they have to have a reason that they're going to change their actions yeah this is all such good stuff I'm you know I'm thinking back to I don't remember what oh the culture code a book called the culture code I don't know if you've read that one it's a great book but it talks a lot about safety in a business and building a safe environment And that really hit home with me because I would follow similar steps to that. Um, I probably missed one or two of those, but I, you know, I've, I've gotten pretty good at working through things with people as I think a lot of, um, you know, seasoned business owners just through experience become good at that. And I'd still have someone who does the yeah, yeah thing where they, yeah, yeah, you, they say, yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. But then they don't actually change their behavior. And I've kind of seen in a lot of instances, if, a, if an employee doesn't feel comfortable enough to either disagree with you or challenge your why or what you're telling them is important and why, then they walk away and they haven't totally bought in to whatever process or thing you want them to change. And until they buy in, it doesn't matter how many conversations you have with them, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to go back to that previous behavior. So I think um, safety is a big part of this too, right? I agree because if your patient and your employees don't feel like we we're having an open conversation where they're safe to say what they want, then whatever problems they're seeing, they're not telling you. That's so dangerous. You mm-hmm. really need that open trust, that safety. Mm-hmm. So, well, as always, I, I just think you bring so much value in any conversation. Um, how would someone get in touch with you? How, how can someone listening learn more about how you might be able to help them mm-hmm. in their practice and in their life? Um, so you can always find me on Facebook. I'm all over <laughs> and Instagram. <laughs> I have a website. It's the life coach for busy and you can reach me on there. And um, of course, listen to my podcast. It's free enjoy it. It's all, it's there to, um, to benefit everybody. So thank you so much for having me on here. I think you're doing great things too. And by the way, I interviewed Grace for my podcast, which is coming out in a couple of weeks and we had a great conversation. It's always fun. I think, I think we enjoy a lot of the same things and the same, you know, challenging thoughts. And so it's always fun to talk with you. 
Mm -hmm. so thank you so much. And um, for everyone listening, thank you so much for uh, being a part of Dentistry's Growing with Grace. Join us next time. You can find our Facebook group, Dental Marketing with Grace, or you can visit us online at identitydental.com or graceresa.com. I hope you all have a great day.